Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Time now for one of our culture gurus and another film that will get us all thinking. The Master was just released on Thursday. It's the story of a traumatised sailor who comes under the spell of a cult leader. Our film critic Ben McKechn says the story highlights people's need to believe in something or someone. Be interesting to see how Hollywood deals with this kind of notion. Ben McKechn, welcome back to Open House. Hello, mate. It's always a pleasure. How are things? Thanks very much, Ben. Terrific. Quickly run us through this story of the master, Ben. Uh, we've already beaten me to the punch. You pretty much um, nailed us in oh, a sorry. sentence. Uh, that's, no, that's, that's all right. I won't be so flippant. Um, but I should actually point out that as much as this movie is from America and uh, you know has been backed by big Hollywood studios, it is a Hollywood movie and it's not a Hollywood movie. So okay. it's got some Hollywood stars, but some stars who are quite unusual uh, in the in the shape of Joaquin Phoenix and Philip Seymour Hoffman, who are two blokes that I'm sure many of our listeners, uh, if they don't necessarily, can't match the name to the face, they would have seen these men in plenty of movies. Oh, yes. Joaquin Phoenix, mainly for Walk the Line and Gladiator. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman won the Academy Award a couple of years ago for Capote. Uh, this is from a director called Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, he's made movies like There Will Be Blood and Magnolia. This long introduction is by way of saying that this movie, uh, it's, it's sort of filmed like kind of classic American films from the kind of 40s, 50s. Like, the look of it is beautiful, and everything about it is really quite beautiful. But the subject matter and the handling of it is... It's not orthodox. It's not, it's not what people go to the cinema usually to see. What you said about the story before is true. It's about a sailor uh, who's come back from World War II. That's played by Joaquin Phoenix, who does fall under the spell of a guy who wouldn't call himself a cult leader, uh, but he's, uh, he's a bloke who's uh, definitely pushing a religious uh, a belief system mm. and, uh, pushes it and touts himself pretty much as a... He puts himself up as a, re- a religious leader. And he's played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. And the suggestion people need to believe in something or someone, as I said, you say is subtle. How so, Ben? That's what I'm getting to with the film's not as uh, orthodox. That's such a big word, isn't it? The, the film, it's not as overt. That's another big word. The film... Stretches, Ben. The film just isn't upfront about okay. what it's doing, I think. And, and that's one of the most um, tantalising things about The Master. So, uh, yes, I think... The undercurrent of this whole film is that people need to believe in something or also that sort of people want to put their their hope and trust and really like the, the desire to be saved, effectively, the desire to be saved, they want to put that in the hands of somebody else. And that you can see through the character that Joaquin Phoenix plays, so the sailor Freddie, and, and obviously the bloke that he's kind of turning to is uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's um, Lancaster Dodd, who's his cult, his cult leader. So this is definitely the, the current going through the entire movie, but you just, you're not just sort of hit around the face with it. It doesn't hit you between the eyes. You've got to think about what's actually going on in, in this story, because often the film just sort of meanders along. It really just kind of goes... You're just really watching this, this sort of self-destructive, um, aimless sailor fall under the spell of someone. But the really interesting thing about the sailor is it's very hard to tell like, whether he's really just vacant and not there or if he's actually trying to manipulate the cult leader in a way like the cult leader's trying to manipulate him. Yes. Does the master put belief in a positive or negative light, Ben? 
That's a great question. Uh, look, I think it almost goes right down the middle. I think it's definitely saying that whether you like it or not, we all need to believe in something. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's definitely in the master. But I think the question you just put is the sort of question that people are going to be wrestling with when they come out of the film. I don't think the film answers that either way. It, there's a film, I think, is deliberately ambiguous about how it presents uh, the sailor, how it presents the cult leader, and almost leaves... I think the film wants you to, to look through the eyes of this sailor and think about what you would do in this certain situation and, and then go further than that. Think about why he's in the situation he's in, why this quote-unquote cult leader is putting forward the, the ideas that he is and why people would be attracted to it. And really, deep down, what does that say about all of us? And I think it's kind of scary, actually, about, what you, about thinking about you know, where people end up, what kind of belief systems they get into, and why they're doing it, what the sort of deep down need in all of us that it's pointing to, I think can be very challenging for a lot of people. Yeah, it casts an interesting light on the whole question of what do we believe in, what do we trust in, what do we have faith in? Yeah, exactly, exactly right. And this film is great um, for Christian conversation, I think, because obviously it's like it's a no-brainer to walk out of this movie and contrast this character philip seymour hoffman's playing lancaster dodd and the things that he says and there's this kind of like sort of spiritual mumbo jumbo that he goes on about he talks about everything from kind of um reincarnation to these kind of self-help techniques that just don't seem to have any purpose to them contrast him with jesus and and look, it's a, it's, a very, it's a very simple process to do, and I'm sure most Christians out there would go instantly, well, obviously Jesus wins because he's Jesus. But I think, think about it a bit more deeply and think about why Jesus is a much more, not just an impressive leader, not just one to believe in, but why would someone turn to Jesus as opposed to Lancaster Dodd on screen? And I think one of the key things, one of the key differences between Jesus and this Lancaster Dodd, is that Jesus presents salvation as it's not up to us, it's not up to individuals, it's not up to humans, it's up to Jesus. Jesus is the one that can provide salvation, as opposed to Lancaster Dodd in The Master. Salvation, he is offering that. He, he suggests that he can give people that, that a human can provide salvation to someone from the ills of this world. I think the contrast is so stark, it makes you want to run back to the Gospels and really think again deeply about what's on offer with Jesus and why it's so important to respond appropriately to what Jesus is saying. Interesting observations. What's been the response to the film, Ben, and how would you rate it? Mate, um, actually, the response has been pretty good. I think a lot of that does come down to the writer-director of this, who I said before, Paul Thomas Anderson. He's a bloke who's been around for 10 or 15 years. He's a critical darling. Like, personally, for me, I, I walk into one of his movies and, and I'm almost instantly going to give that four or five stars. By word of warning, before I get to my rating for the film, by word of warning, uh, I should point out, like all of his other movies, there's, there is some contentious subject matter in the film um this one there's some sex scenes that i would disturb um plenty of viewers uh, also some language as well and that's been the case with other paul thomas with other paul thomas anderson movies so uh, i'm not just trying to blanket um uh, suggest recommend this to listeners um this one i don't think is as successful as many of his other ones i think it does get a little bit lost in how meandering how ambiguous it is i thought similar themes that go on in there will be blood that really challenge the notion of uh, religious versus kind of corporate persuasion i thought there will be blood was much stronger and a film of his called magnolia that he made a number of years ago for me was just an amazing look at how empty life can be when you think it's only about coincidence and, and that sort of fate is this this dumb chance 
mechanism. I, I think those films actually, for me, are a little bit more vivid and a little bit stronger as movies. However, what this gets a big thumbs up for is the fact that people can walk out of this movie and talk about not just religion, but about belief yeah. and about what it is you're pitting your hopes on and even why you need hope. Like, what's the point? Why, why would this Freddy guy even be trying to you know, fix his life, trying to save himself? What's he trying to save himself from? Good All point. of those kind of questions emerge from the master in a way that films um, on the big screen don't tend to do. Well, we're already seeing a fair bit of the master around in the advertising. It's great to have uh, your perspective on it. Ben McKechnie, as always, thank you so much. Mate, my pleasure. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.